Good morning, everybody. Happy to have you along with us. Hope your morning is going well, and I hope it's tick-free. I want to talk about ticks for a little while here. Tick season started a few months ago, but given all the warm weather we've seen so far this year and the fact that tick season runs through the fall, I think it's worth discussing. Do you know everything you need to know about ticks? How to prepare for them? What to do? To talk about this, we are joined by Dr. George Chaconis, a professor of bio chemistry and molecular biology at the University of Calgary. He previously worked at Western University for 20 years. He joins us now. Thanks for your time today. It's my pleasure. Ticks are uh, something that uh, may not be top of mind for people all the time, but maybe more and more as we're getting, uh, you know, these warmer springs, these warmer summers. Um, Do you find generally people are as aware or thinking about uh, ticks as maybe as much as they should be thinking about them? Perhaps not, but the good news is I think we've seen a lot of publicity and a lot of awareness growing uh, in the last few years. There's been a lot more attention given to ticks and the problems they can cause. When are ticks most active? Um, well, they get going in the springtime and um, then carry on through the entire summer and into the fall. So. Whenever the weather is a bit warmer, so it depends perhaps where you live, which months they're going to be the most active. But um, certainly the times when we would like to be outside playing. And camping as well, I imagine. Lots of people certainly like to camp this time of year, go for a trip, maybe a hike. Uh, Where are some areas where people might be more likely to encounter a tick? Well... And, and in, a, in a general sense, um, anywhere, most anywhere, um, it, if we get down to the nitty-gritty, places where there is long grass and bush, because those are the places where ticks like to hang out. Um, certainly in Ontario, there are ticks in many different places. Kingston is the hot spot of tick activity. Um, and yeah, I think anywhere, if I was going hiking anywhere in Ontario, I would want to be aware of, uh, the fact that there are ticks out there. What should people look out for in terms of, uh, do you think people might identify a tick or might they misidentify it as something else? What should people look out for in terms of, uh, the tick itself, but also, uh, maybe uh, signs to look for if they've been uh, bitten by a tick. Right. I mean, the starting point really is the tick itself. It's easy to identify a tick. Um, they have eight legs and they're not spiders. So that's a very simplistic view. But if you see something that has eight legs and it's not a spider, it's probably a tick. Um if you find a tick on yourself or on your pet, you want to remove it. Um, there are very cool tools available these days. There's something developed in Canada called eTick, which you can get for your mobile phone. You can take a picture of a tick, press the button, it goes to the eTick folks, and they will identify that tick for you. And if you know what kind of tick you're dealing with, then you know what kind of diseases the tick can carry. So it's a very powerful tool that I carry around on my phone um, and that I would recommend people getting. 
That is a wonderful tool. I mean, it's one of those cases where, you know, technology can really uh, can really help because, you know, I'm not up to date on, you know, just identifying the ticks. I know a little bit more from having done these types of interviews in the past, but even still, when you're, you know, you're in that sort of a situation, you may be unsure, and at the very least, that could help you just be, you know, confirm what it exactly is you're dealing with. Yes, absolutely, and I think... I think, you know, in terms of the, the hard shell ticks that carry Lyme disease and some other things, um, in terms of Lyme disease, that tick needs to be attached to you for upwards of 24 hours before it's going to transmit the disease. So, um, you know, knowing what kind of tick it is and, um, can help you to uh, make some decisions on, on what you want to do. Tick bites are usually painless, right? So it might be, uh, you know, how common would you say people may not know they've been bitten if they've been bitten? That's very common with Ixodes ticks, uh, the ones that are the, the hard-shelled black-legged ticks that carry Lyme disease, because the most active form of, of the tick is the nymphal stage, um, and they're the size of a pinhead or a sesame seed. So there's no discomfort in being bitten by one of those, and you might never know it's there. That's very common. Bigger ticks, like the kind that carry Rocky Mountain spotted fever, dermocenter ticks, those are large, and the chances of finding one of those on yourself is, is much better because they're big and you, and you might feel something. What advice would you have maybe to, um, to avoid ticks uh, this summer? Right. Well, I think, you know, the main thing you want to do is wear light-colored clothing because then if a tick is crawling on you, you can see it. Um, if you're in a tick-infested area, you'd like to cover your arms and legs and not to run around in shorts. Um, another really important thing is if when you have long pants on, tuck your pants into your socks. It looks kind of funny, but if there's a tick crawling up from your shoe and, it, and your pants are tucked into your socks, it's going to stay outside your pants. If they're not tucked in, then that tick will get underneath your pants and crawl up into places where you don't want it. Um, bug repellent is also very useful if you're in a place where there are a lot of ticks. Stay out of high grass and bush. Stay on paths. When you finish your day, remove all your clothing, throw it in the washer and dryer. And last but not least, do a tick check. Um, and the lighter side of that is there's, a, there's an awesome song out there by Brad Paisley called Ticks. Uh, and it's really worth listening to because uh, it'll put a smile on your face. <laughs> Uh, I, I wonder, too, just before we, we run out of time, about your pets as well, um, because they could also uh, get, get ticks. Yeah, for sure. Good question, because your pets can pick up ticks. They can bring them home, um, and th that tick might eventually make its way to you. So when you're doing a tick check at the end of the day, not just yourself or other people, but also pets. You want to find any ticks that are on those pets, remove them before they get embedded or after they get embedded, and make sure your ticks are not, sorry, your pets are not bringing ticks home to you. 
It's good advice. I certainly appreciate you joining us today to talk about it. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. That's Dr. George Chaconis, Professor of Biochemistry and Molecular Biology at the University of Calgary.